Oh, good morning, everybody who is here, isn't here. I don't know. I can't see. <laughs> Hope you're having a good morning so far. It's 5.05 a.m. on Tuesday, August the... Yes, Tuesday, August the 13th. And it's two very special people's birthday today, one of which is in the chat right now. And I love you lots. Happy birthday. Good morning. It's actually a bit cold today, so I got my coziest hoodie, and I'm ready. I'm ready to read some comments for my video and respond. The one that's gotten the most traction as of late is the Jessica Yaniv stream that I did after the one sh it did. I can't believe I was going to call it she. Rude. Um, post Blair White stream, so... That's what I wanted to go through because there was a bit of some heated shit happening and uh, just a little bit of someone kind of getting a little touchy. Let's see. Hell no. If I were just raped and had to go to a shelter, I sure as fuck would not want somebody like Jessica Yaniv sleeping right next to me. Hell freaking no. That's Goose K. No kidding. Why... Would you want to? That's the entire point that the Vancouver Rape Relief Center was trying to make with that argument. And I think it's a fair one, especially after you've been abused. Why on earth would you want to be around somebody who's going to remind you of the person that abused you? It doesn't even make sense. It does not make sense. All right. So I did respond to this one, actually. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I respond on the app. Sometimes I don't. And sometimes I just do this. And sometimes I do both. I guess I'm doing both. <laughs> I guess I'm doing both. Okay. And this girl, this poor girl, said, Unfortunately, having gone through it, I would have, I would have to say that if I had to be next to somebody like him, I'd probably start throwing blows or something. Yeah, of course, if somebody's going to make you feel unsafe and uncomfortable. And that person is very, it, like, there's some people that you're just around that their presence is unsettling. It just makes you feel a little bit like, get away from me. <laughs> Carter Cole, Carter Cole left me a comment. But Zer has a pad, so obviously they're telling the truth. I know, right? That's exactly what I thought. Um, just because you buy tampons and pads doesn't mean you can have a period. I love how he's like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Why do you think I have pads? Um, because you have issues, obviously. I mean, I want to feel sorry for you. But when you're so cunty, I just can't. And when you have such disrespect for other people... Why the fuck should I care about whether you're trans, gay, whatever you are? I don't care. <coughs> you don't deserve to be treated nice if you're going to be an asshole to other people. Okay? That's just the rule. It was used to be listed as a mental disorder in the USA until trans activists and LGBTQ activists got a delisted. Then followed by UK and Canada having delisted too. Hurt feelings over science. 
Yeah, no kidding. So this is really unfortunate that any part of the scientific community would bend to this kind of, I don't know what you would call it. What would you call it? Just heckling and tyranny? I'm going to call it tyranny. Can I call it tyranny? I don't know why it's stigmatized because it's called a mental health issue. It obviously is. When somebody has body dysmorphia, when they think they're either way too skinny or way too fat, their their perception of themselves is so misaligned. That is a disorder. It is something that is not in order of how we regularly see things in order. So they, the people who are complaining about this just have some weird sort of problem, some hang-up. They just want to feel normal. But dude, you're not normal. You're not normal as we know it based on trends we see in the world. Plus, isn't that kind of cool? Maybe embrace that. Maybe embrace that you're unique and that you're different. Stop trying to force a reality that isn't there and tell me that what's going on with you is normal because it's not because dysmorphia is not normal. It's not that big of a deal, though. So what? So what if you have a dysmorphia? Why are you the one who's making it bad? And, like, it's unfortunate because it is obviously an issue. But, hey, I don't know why people listen. That should still be in the DSM. I could be wrong. I'm not sure who this person is, but thanks for the information. I hope that it's accurate. Nish, Nishi Jones. What gets me is Yaniv is not a native name to Canada. And I'm, na- oh, I'm native to Canada. And this Yaniv character is also an immigrant. I'm not anti-immigrant. I'm anti-Yaniv. And I think he needs to take his Siberian name and go back to Russian territory where his behavior might be tolerated. Probably not, though. I think he's the most hated man in the world right now. Yeah, no kidding. For obvious reasons. Just such an obnoxious person. Who the fuck is going to want to deal with that person? This is too funny. I'm just going to get a like because that was a lame comment. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, this is this is the one that I was talking about. So check this out. This shit is long, okay? Some people really take the time to let me know that their feelings have been bothered. So let's see. You ready? You fucking ready for this? Hey, like, I love your channel, and I think I've been watching your videos for two years now. That's pretty awesome. Thanks. But you're completely wrong on the subject of transgenderism, and it kind of hurts because it's very personal to me. Well, I'm not wrong. Your feelings are just hurt, but we'll continue. There is biological reasons for being transgender, yes, and there's biological reasons for being male and female, too. So if you want to make it broad and say, well, because it's an issue with your brain, it's biological. Of course, everything is biological. I mean, give me a fucking break. It can be genetic or it can be from not getting enough testosterone to the brain while you're developing your gender inside of the womb. This isn't a simple mental disorder. It is a disorder of a sort if you don't like mental disorder. Gender dysphoria comes from trans people's brain structure resembling more of the gender they identify as. Most trans people don't have mental health issues because we're trans. Yes, but what I'm saying is the trans part is the disorder. I know that's hard to hear, 
but maybe you're the one who has a problem if you're adding a negative connotation to the word. Not my fucking problem, okay? We have mental issues because when we come out, we're rejected by our parents, our friends, isolated from the world, afraid to socialize and do anything. I attempted suicide last year because of that situation alone, and I'm super sorry for that. That really sucks. But at the same time, there are just going to be things that people deal with that other people are not going to be cool with that you need to use as a, me as a way to be resilient towards it. It's really rough being disconnected from your family and your friends. And if that's happened to you, I'm really sorry and that really sucks. But I'm sure there's places you can find support. You know, I do not think that <laughs> you're not going to have problems because you're not accepted. I don't know where I've said that. And isolation certainly is not good. It's unfortunate. And I feel for you. I really do. But at the same time, I'm not going to coddle you. All right? That's not how this works. I'm not your mom. I'm not accepted by my dad. And that sucks. And I'm sorry. Most of my friends left me. People will still call me a guy despite the fact I always looked female. It's very hard for me to get a job for being trans. Harder to have a friendship with a guy because a lot of the time guys only friend me because I'm attractive because they like me. I mean, welcome to being a girl. <laughs> being misgendered isn't about pronouns. It's about feeling disrespected and feeling like someone doesn't care about my emotions. Look, people are not responsible to care about your emotions ever, okay? Your emotions are kind of your problem. If you make friends and form relationships, those people will care. But the rest of the world does not have to give a shit about how you feel. <clears throat> These are the problems transgender people normally deal with. And it's kind of hard to watch this because you saying everything like suicide rates, mental health, transgenderism in general can be watered down to just being confused. And having mental problems comes off as very manipulative. Manipulative? What would I be trying to manipulate people into doing... By saying that, which by the way, I did not water it down to being confused. Okay, sometimes when you're in the heat of the moment and you talk, you're going to use terms to refer to certain things, but that's obviously not a comprehensive view of mine regarding trans people. But do I think they're confused? Sure do. Sure do. There's some confused circuitry throughout your body that's making you feel like that. You know why? Because it's disordered <laughs> I guess I'm just an asshole for recognizing that right oh my god you're such an asshole <laughs> suicide rates are because they're confused now I'm pretty sure I was talking about suicide rates being contributed to by these hormonal treatments that people go through there's a lot of people who don't come out of those treatments all right because it messes them up more there's a lot of things about this issue that I've talked about that may make it sound like I have a problem with trans but I don't I have a problem with assholes that is the point here I still don't understand how it's manipulative and I really don't think you understand what gaslighting means but I mean, sometimes people feel the need to use words like that to make something sound much worse than it is. I'm not trying to manipulate nobody here. Please, people, learn how to use words if you want to convey a message to me. 
One last thing too. Another reason for bad mental health for transgender people is when we're kids, we feel like to have, we have to hide from everyone. When we act ourselves, we get ashamed for it, gaslighted, and told we're crazy for being ourselves. And we have our emotions neglected when we're kids, which is very bad for development. Things like neglecting a child's emotions, making them feel unloved, internalizing emotions. Okay, this is not specific to trans people, okay? I didn't have a very great childhood myself. So I'm not going to sit here like, oh, it's just so hard. I'm not accepted. It's not a trans issue alone. It's just not. If you were really young and not being accepted by your family, do you think that maybe there's other reasons and they just have issues? Maybe that's it. I mean, what if it had nothing to do with you? Did you know you were trans when you were young? Because you're making it sound like when you were a kid, they must have known you were trans already. How did you know you were trans? Kids tend to be confused generally, you know? That's why they explore and play and do things. They don't really figure things out till much later. A brain doesn't even fully develop until the age of like 25 on average. So, <laughs> really. And I do agree that being treated like that, having being neglected is certainly not good for your childhood. But this isn't a trans-specific issue. Things like that cause borderline personality disorder. I need a citation, please. Or a shit ton of other disorders. Being discriminated against causes trauma. I mean, maybe if you're a kid, yeah. Not socializing, being isolated from the world makes someone go crazy. That is absolutely true. Dealing with people not liking me being transgender, misgendering me automatically triggers me because it brings up other times where I felt disrespected, dehumanized, threatened with violence, called slurs, etc. Okay. So maybe what you need is a large dose of resilience and you need to be around better people if these are the kind of people you are around. Because, dude, this sounds shitty, but also I've been bullied too and I just stopped being around the people who treated me like shit eventually when I figured it out. There's a lot of baggage with what you're saying. There's tons of reasons for us to attempt suicide and end life. I mean, hey. Maybe that's how you feel. But don't say there are tons of reasons for everybody else to die and commit suicide. Most people, if they just get their head out of their ass and deal with the problems as they are, and I don't know, again, try and be resilient to these things. How are you going to help yourself if you're always responding to people who are rude to you? And by the way, why are you even around people who are rude to you? And if people are around and just calling you names and stuff... Hmm, maybe a change of scene is necessary. Most of it has nothing to do with being trans and more to do with the isolation of society and people in general. We're very touchy for a reason. Having funds cut is completely reasonable. It isn't always for inclusion or diversity or some SJWBS. It's mostly because we have very fragile emotions due to things we go through. Yeah, but it's not up to people... This is so weird. Having funds being cut is reasonable because you have fragile emotions. So women should not be able to get rape relief because of your emotions. What a selfish and cunty thing to say. But it's totally okay for you to have that kind of a view and say that funding should be cut from a rape relief center because you're trans and you have feelings. Get fucked. All right. <laughs> That's rude. Um, 
And if this is the attitude you're going to have about things like that, it is no surprise that people are going to have a problem. Maybe it's with you. Maybe it's just with you. Because if I'm going to trans person and they're cool, guess what? I'll go to Starbucks with them and have a fucking coffee and we can go have lunch and we can chill out because you being trans doesn't matter, but you being a selfish cunt does matter. So get it together. David H., what do you mean by a simple mental disorder? Do you think mental health problems are simple? Don't ask me. She's the one who said it's not anything different. It's the same as schizophrenia. Yes, schizophrenia is a disorder of a sort. Miss Christina, being transgender is absolutely a mental disorder. I feel as though some transgender individuals stigmatize it as though it's a bad thing. Exactly. A transgender can't help having a gender dysphoria any more than an individual that has clinical depression can. Several studies observing trans brains have shown that they aren't similar to the gender that they identify with. One study that has come out recently has shown the opposite, but has never been repeated and was done on a small group of subjects. There are no biological differences in being transgender. In fact, your chromosomes and every strand of DNA is intrinsically specific to the sex you were born with. Like, leave me alone. All right, this is the person who originally posted. You missed the point again. Not every gene in a chromosome is active, and not getting enough hormones in the womb does change the brain structure. I mean, what the hell does that mean? Yes, we know not every chromosome is active. Well, I wouldn't even say chromosome is the correct word. I might say allele, because there are dominant and recessive alleles. <clears throat> And, I mean, if a chromosome isn't active, I think the only thing I've heard of is Down syndrome. Oops. <laughs> and was done on a small group of subjects. Okay, well, if it was never repeated in a small amount, that source isn't a valid, valid once so ever. You're literally making me self-harm right now. I'm cutting my legs because you people keep attacking my existence and I can't handle it. Well, if you're at this part, my friend, I really hope you're getting help because, yeah, that's not good. Science Daily, huh? Let's see. Oops. What have I done? So, transgender brains are more like their desired gender from an early age. Brain activity and structure in transgender adolescents more closely resembles the typical activation patterns of their desired gender, according to new research. Hmm. The findings suggest, findings suggest that differences in brain function may occur early in development and that brain imaging may be a useful tool for earlier identification of transgenderism in young people. Hmm. Transgenderism is the experience or identification with a gender different to the assigned biological sex. While gender dysphoria is the distress experienced by transgender people and may be present from a very young age. Although GD... Oh, oh, oh which one was that again? Ah, in, while, although GD incidence is rare, gender identity is an essential part of psychological health. And if unaddressed... Hmm, where did I lose it? can lead to serious psychological issues. Where's the study? Okay. 
although more research is needed, we now have evidence that sexual differentiation of the brain differs in young people with GD, as they show functional brain characteristics that are typical of their desired gender. But what are those functional brain characteristics? That's what I would like to know. Let's see. Examine sex differences in the brain activation patterns of young transgender people. The study included both adolescent boys and girls with gender dysphoria and used magnetic resonance imaging. See, the thing with young people, though, and developing brains is that there probably <clears throat> or could be some crossover or similarities in their brains until they further develop and are old enough. I mean, I'm not even sure. Current strategies for addressing GD in young people involve psychotherapy or delaying puberty with hormones so that decisions on transgender therapy can be made. This does not sound right to me, but I'm going to leave it open. Ooh, I've got Big Think. Definitely not reading anything from Big Think. <clears throat> PubMed either. But let's see. Early androgen exposure and human gender development. Oh my goodness. Okay, I am going to read that later. Let's just go back to the comments. Right now, I'm just into this comment section. Okay? <laughs> okay? <clears throat> Please go and get some mental help. I pray that you find peace and comfort. Yeah, no kidding. Yes. No, I want to end my life. People like you always attack me. This is very, this person must be very young, I would imagine, because this is quite a dramatic response just to, to people that don't agree or align with the way that you see this issue. And I understand because you are a trans person. So to hear something like that is going to be jarring for you. But unfortunately, that's too bad, you know? And you still won't even read any of the sources I posted. You people want me to kill myself. Let's be very clear. Nobody wants you to kill yourself. Nobody knows you, okay? None of us know you. None of us want you to kill yourself. None of us want any trans person to kill themselves. Well, maybe one or two, but <laughs> um, no, we don't want anybody to kill themselves, all right? That's not what we want to do. You wouldn't post that garbage comment you made. What the fuck is your problem? I literally just admitted about how suicidal I am. Okay. So is this a way to get people to do what you want? Is that why you mentioned the suicide thing? Because that's kind of a douchey thing to do. And yet you still want to argue about my existence. So you're personalizing something that doesn't need to be personalized just because you're sharing an experience of transgenderism. And I mean, the emotional mature immaturity here is telling me you must be young. And uh, I know it's really difficult to be a young person. And a confused young person. I mean, young people are confused as is. And it's difficult to go through adolescence and your teenage years and stuff. But honestly, though, can we be a little real here? Draw it back, okay? No, you're harassing me and it made me start cutting my thighs. Ooh. Man, oh man. That kind of person needs to get some help. I'm sorry, but... It's just such a disproportionate response to what's actually going on in the world right now. In this world of the YouTube comments section of my itty bitty little channel, 
in the corner of a corner of a corner of a corner of the internet. Really, though. All right. Many mental disorders are brought on by genetic stuff. Many mental disorders. A lot of depression is caused by a lack of serotonin inhibitors in the brain. This does not mean depression is not a mental disorder. Quite the contrary. Autism is another genetically created disorder. So what you are describing does sound like a mental disorder. But coming from someone that has his own mental health problems, I don't think someone should feel shame or be stigmatized if it is true. And I do agree with that. We shouldn't stigmatize people for being trans. We stigmatize you for being assholes. Do you understand the difference? It is just a classification, one which could get transgender people more help. Go fuck yourself. This is the person who originally wrote the comment. Who's really having a field day over here. Girl, you are really having a field day exercising those emotions on the internet in the YouTube comments on this day that you did them. Go fuck yourself. I said I don't want to talk about this anymore right now. Isn't it funny when people do that? I don't want to talk about it while they're typing to you. Like, slow your roll, huh? You understand? If you don't want to talk about it, you don't talk about it. It's like people who say, I don't care, but they're talking about something or they continue to talk about it. And I'm not saying I haven't done that before because I definitely have. But it's so funny, isn't it? I don't fucking care about this. But blah, 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 and this and this and this. Finally, you just have to be like, okay, I do care. I do care. Or you're just going to keep saying you don't care and you're going to look like a big dum-dum. It made me self-harm. Oof. Can you respect that and go away? What? How about you respect yourself, put down your phone, and walk away from the comments and don't respond? It's so weird when people tell other people on the internet to go away and not respond to them. It's like, you get this as a public forum, right? You get this as the entire point of engaging in the comments, right? If people respond to you on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, you can't get mad and then be like, fuck off, leave me alone. Dude, you need to take responsibility for your shit. Holy. I'm... I'm it, I'm, I'm imagining that was supposed to say. I'm not interested in debating someone who hasn't even read the sources I posted. Debate? This is why I can't stand you people. I literally show evidence and you people ignore it. I also said it isn't only genetic factors. It's also not getting the hormones needed inside of the womb. This has been documented and proven. Why won't you go away? What hormones are required in the womb? That sounds so weird. I'm absolutely open to researching your links. However, I was attempting to have an adult conversation that apparently you can't handle. Don't blame your cutting on others and seek professional help. Absolutely. That's scary, right? I mean, I feel bad for you. You're, you're obviously having a bit of a, a temper tantrum in the comments, and, and I feel for you. I don't, I don't like to see anybody in that position, but at the same time, it's so fucking tiring when people blame other people for stupid shit like this you're the reason i'm self-harming i want to kill myself right now like slow your roll dog just chill out for a minute so i guess that went down in the comments the other day let's see what else we got here <clears throat> what else we got here 
Her penis and testicles. Yeah, isn't that such a weird phrase that I had a problem with too? Like reading the article about Jessica Yaniv and then hearing or reading her penis and testicles. You're like, hold up. What? Whose penis and testicles? Her penis and testicles? I don't think that's how biology works. That's not how the birds and the bees was explained to me, okay? Look <sighs> at that, my girlfriend left me a message. Fuck yeah. Fuck, I love you and miss ya. I miss you too. I miss you too. Like, so much, Diani. All right. So more. Why didn't I see these comments on the page? Well, that's weird. It's 2019, and these social justice whack jobs have infected the education system. They're now teaching that man can be woman or woman can have a penis. There's no such thing as sex or biological sex. There isn't just two genders. And if any trans LGBTQ activist gets a wind of any teachers who teach otherwise are suspended or get into trouble and shamed on the news. And this is Canada. Yeah, this is a very unfortunate thing. I think one of the most unfortunate things about when the outrage mobs started becoming more of a thing is that they go after people and try to destroy the, their entire lives. And it's like, what good are you doing society by doing that to people? Because they don't agree with you or see things differently. You know, the first instance I heard of this kind of, this kind of shit is um, there was a dentist, I believe, in the States. And I think he went to Africa and he killed a lion or something. Where, and I think hunting is allowed. Like, they, they're allowed to hunt certain lions or something like this. I can't quite remember. And he took a picture with it, right? And uh, a mom showed up at his house. And he had to leave because they didn't like his activity. Look, sorry for you, okay? People are going to do things you don't like, but an appropriate way to respond is not by showing up at their house and fucking with them. It's unbelievable that that even needs to be said. People want people to lose their jobs. I mean, just look what happened to Jordan Peterson over pronouns. People were losing their fucking minds, and it's unfortunate. And nobody says anything to them. Like, what about Antifa? Dude, I was watching a video yesterday. Gavin McInnes did a great video because he was talking about Joe Rogan, talking about him recently, and everybody just keeps fucking up this Proud Boys narrative. But these Antifa people instigate violence, and then they, the Proud Boys are the ones getting arrested. Dude, imagine having piss thrown at your face, a bottle of piss whipped at your fucking head. Gross, first of all. That is so disgusting. You don't know where that piss is coming from, what is in it, what disease it could be carrying, and to have piss thrown in your face? And then on top of that, the cherry on top, is that you're going to get arrested for it, and you're the one that's in trouble. But Antifa gets away with douchey shit like that all the time. It's very unfortunate. Let's see. Okay, so I did see that one. Saw that. Why is there more dislikes than likes for your videos? You know what? It doesn't matter at this point. A lot of people do ask that quite frequently. And it's like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, regular hate trolls. People who are fucking obsessed and have issues. Mm. But let me just say... 
It certainly can be people who don't like it. I doubt it because the dislikes happen in the very first few minutes of anything being uploaded. But it's kind of cute, you know? It's cute to live rent-free in people's heads. I like it. Let's see. Oh, we already read all that. Probably search the home for child porn. Oh, we're talking about when... Yeah, no kidding. After <laughs> weird associations of, like, going to pool parties with 12-year-old girls who are allowed to roam around topless and just the... The conversations this person is having with 15-year-old girls online, allegedly. I mean, I don't know if those screenshots were doctored, but Yaniv was using their male name, Jonathan Yaniv, and talking to girls about some real creepy shit. And I don't know if that's true or not, but the screenshots looked real. And it's unfortunate to not be able to tell because you can doctor those things now. So who the fuck knows? Let's see. Probably search the home for child porn. No name. Blair White is a sexual predator promoting pedophilia. Oh, pedophilia then complains about pedophiles. The debate was between two pedophiles justifying their pedophilia behavior. Hey, how is Blair White a pedophile? Blair White just looks as bad as Yaniv. You think so? I mean, as far as trans go, I think Blair White looks fantastic. And if you don't think so, I mean, that's your opinion and stuff, but if you looked at Blair and you looked at Yaniv and you didn't know their situations, one looks like a dude in a dress, one actually looks like a girl. So, all right. Yaniv is the poster child for transgender theory. He represents transgenders perfectly. If you are transgender, look at Yaniv. That's what you look like. No. <laughs> the wool kettle. I can tell you right now that the only way to save the West is with degenerate behavior. Now buy my hoodie. My goodness, if you want to do that, leave me a link next time, war kettle, and then people can access your hoodie. Oh, look at that. Next time add a link, brav. I even said that. There's Banksy. Hi, Banksy style. Comments. Next time I will do. This comment right here, Jamie Turner. This one right here. Next time I will do. This comment should have been a fucking link to your store. What are you doing? This is poor marketing. You wait, sir. Something big coming. Doesn't even leave a fucking link. Ridiculous, mate. All right. Which video is this? Ah, yes, this is after the shooting, wasn't it? The Declaration of Independence was a manifesto. Changed my mind. Okay, Tails. And I responded to him with, you smell like stale beef. Better than salty chicken. I don't know, is it though? Is it though? I do like that comment though. Also, not an argument. Try again. You know I'm talking about manifestos from individuals who are trying to justify their actions, not the manifesto of a country that needs some sort of vision or mission statement. I think we can agree that with any given thing, there's a good version and a bad version, okay? So, 
I think these types of manifestos are obviously the bad version. Less of those, please, okay? Don't shoot people, shoot loads. I would buy 10 of those shirts. You know what? I might actually see if I can get someone to design me something cool that says that. Don't shoot people, shoot loads. It has to be a little vulgar, though. I have to have a picture on it. All right. So, which one is this? The Swine of Western Pontification. Well, what? What? 131. Straight Dave. After hearing Banksy's experience filming porn and porn stars makes me want to throw up. They are often nasty and not clean. I mean, I've not heard that before, but okay. I don't know what kind of porn you watch, but the porn stars I've, I've seen seem to take hygiene pretty seriously. Likewise. That makes me really curious, he responds. How and where do you meet porn stars, and how do you know about their hygiene between their legs? And then the response. I said seen, not met, silly goose. Have you ever watched porn? There are some pretty high standards for grooming. In response. I think it's just in your imagination. You really want them to be perfect and imagine that. <laughs> you can't smell them and see how clean they are. In ass and so on. <laughs> oh, it's so cute, right? When people who don't speak English try and type English and they say things funny. By the way, a tip for you, when porn stars pretend they moan and say they love it, it's not really true. It's called acting, and when I'm sure you think all of them get orgasm. Whoop. You got, Dave, you got me. I can't believe I've been fooling myself this whole time. This whole time! When porn has smelly vision, says Banksy, then you will see porn in a new light. Believe me. Also, a lot of makeup is used to make these women look perfect. Video is fake, people. Remember that. I don't know about you, but ever since porn has gotten really HD, it's, it's a little bit harder to watch now because you can see imperfections so much easier, you know? Like, you will very easily now see a little pimple or a blemish on some girl's ass or whatever the hell it is, and it's like, it totally throws it off. And it's weird because your, your eye just goes to that spot because you're like, what is this? It seems like it's... It, one of these things does not belong. <laughs> Are we talking normal sex smelly or yeast infection smelly? I'm legit curious as to what kind of porn you helped produce. No disrespect intended, but if it's the latter kind of smelly, it must have been some serious budget porn. <laughs> All right. Speaking of sex, how's your IUD? Well, that's rather personal, but it's fine. Thank you. Go buy a mug. Two what jugs, please, baby? Oh, you guys are so gross. <sighs> Let's see. I think the mass shootings and a good majority of homicides caused by guns in the U.S. can be highly preventative. Preventive. Pre prevented. Highly prevented by four things. This must be a language barrier issue. Have a gun law license, or have a gun license, whoa. Have a licensed gun law similar to Switzerland and the Czech Republic. Stop giving these mentally unstable people antidepressants, in which it adds fuel to the fire. Reinstating the Department of Mental Health. What does that mean? Is there no Department of Mental Health right now? 
Am I mistaken? Do I not know something? Legalize prostitution for these incels in order to prevent the next Elliot Rogers. That I totally do agree with. Here's the deal, man. Here's the deal, man. There's going to be some ugly people, ugly men out there that people just don't want to fuck. And those people, the the weird, estranged kind of people that make women feel uncomfortable and make them want to stay away. Like, remember Elliot Roger was like, I'm a great guy. I'm a nice guy. Why? I should have all the girlfriends. <laughs> no, that's your problem. You think you should have all the girlfriends. And there's a reason you don't. Reality will tell you. It will indicate to you that you are doing something wrong when you're not getting the results that you want. If you don't change course or course correct, you're going to keep experiencing the same fucking problems, right? And if you're refusing to pay attention to that signal from reality of like, hey, maybe there's a reason you're not getting what you want. Maybe there's a reason you got rejected and constantly get rejected. Maybe you need to look at yourself. <clears throat> hey, maybe you do need to look at yourself. And if you don't catch that signal, you're going to see the result of that. But a lot of the time, what people do is they want to absolve themselves of any responsibility and abdicate themselves from having to do things that are required to meet their goals. And then when they don't get it the way they want it, as quickly as they want it, they complain about it and lash out against the world. Sorry the, wor sorry, the world is not here to encourage or make your narrative and story that you're telling yourself come true. Give me a break, okay? It's not how it works. And it's weird to say that because fucking duh, isn't that obvious? Hello? But I certainly do think that there is something to not getting... Like, it's different for men. I think men need to do this. You need to fuck. You need to ejaculate. And you need to have regular experiences because it's just normal. And I think it's a relief of tension. And also, your body is just like that. There's a reason that it produces so much damn sperm. Because your job is to go around and squirt it all over the place and make babies. Of course, we have different rules societally now, but it used to be a lot wilder back then. There's not 8 billion people on this planet because that isn't a drive, okay? Also, I don't think members in the media, politically left or politically right, truly want to solve these problems because these problems create controversy and controversy creates cash for the media. And if these problems were solved, then the media will not make as much money as they do now. I mean, that's partially true, I'm sure, but... <clears throat> I don't know what the gun license laws are in Switzerland and the Czech Republic. I guess I'll have to look, but that's not a topic I care about too, too much, if I'm being honest. I mean, I do. Things happen. But just because I'm interested to talk about them and work out my own thoughts. It's entirely selfish enterprise, you know? You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. Brilliant. Yo, that's an awesome, awesome comment. I love it. This episode should be essential listening for youngsters in schools everywhere. Man, that's a very nice thing to say, and I truly appreciate it. Alrighty, which one is this? This is the gun one, too. Let's see. It took me 15 minutes to figure out that the girl on the left is your friend. Haha, ha, but gun laws in America doesn't work, obviously. In an almost gunless country like mine, only real gangsters wear one, but I always got mine in the night. So are you saying you're a real gangster? <laughs> so I said it. I know it's not controversial there. 
the death penalty is an of course no. I don't think so. Why? Why is it an of course no? Because you're uncomfortable with the idea of people dying? Look, I don't agree with the idea that, like, somebody who fucking killed a group of people needs to eat. just get rid of them. Get rid of them. Why are is why are any resources being spent on somebody who ran into a building and shot up people? Like Anders Brevik, for example. Shoot that nigga dead. What are you doing? Why are you keeping him in a box? Why? He deserves to suffer. Yeah, but the rest of humanity also deserves peace of mind, knowing that he's dead. I think it's like a an awful thing that we have where we want revenge or we want to be vindictive. I just I just think people like that need to be entirely removed from the gene pool. I don't agree. Same with anybody who is known to be like who is who is known to hurt children or molest them or rape them or whatever these people do. Like these people should not be alive anymore. And the the pedophile thing is especially serious because I can have compassion and empathize because you like what you like something in your experience made it so and you can't always change that it's one thing if you feel like that and you don't act on it fine but if you feel like that and you act on it and you're harming children you need to be out you need to be kicked out because obviously societally it's not acceptable anymore this isn't ancient greece or rome you know what i mean where it was acceptable for men to just fuck little boys out there it's not that time anymore things have changed we've progressed as a society and it's just not socially acceptable to behave like that anymore so if it's not socially acceptable and we know someone has done something like that why would you want to keep them around it just doesn't make sense did it help anyone from doing hardcore crimes i mean if you kill someone who is a known criminal that obviously did do something well it'll certainly stop that person won't it (laughs) Then the U.S. would be safe. Think of the penalty getting killed in a few minutes or rot in a cell for the rest of your life. I don't know what that means. I don't think any of you consider that when you stand out the prison screaming, burn him. Not you, Amy, of course, but your way of thinking is really wrong, according to me. Don't take everything like the Old Testament. I mean, I certainly don't, but I still don't understand what you're trying to say. Sometimes it's very difficult to forgive me. There is a bit of a language barrier with some people who leave comments And uh, I'm not really sure what they are trying to say here. Um, I try my best. And all I've got so far is that we disagree about the death penalty. And that's fine. That's fine. I have no problem with that. My manifesto is that in the U.S., the crazy right people do the shootings. And in Europe, it's the Islamists. Strange combination. Combination. Every time I'm going to see Amy's stream, I get mad at the dislike, but then I get happy again, mostly. (laughs) No, don't get mad at the dislikes. Maybe that is feedback that I need to follow, right? Maybe there's something that I'm doing wrong. Hey, Amy, can you check your DMs? So I posted this five-minute rant because sometimes what will happen is, like, people I rarely talk to, you know what I mean? Hey, can you check your DMs? This happens to me on Instagram. Yo, check your DMs. People, if I don't check the DMs, people will come under my images and I get a notification like in the like section of of whoever leaves a comment and they say, yo, check your DMs. And so I went on this rant and I had a feeling there were going to be two or three people that were going to make the stupid ass lame joke of, hey, Amy, check your DM. 
And my immediate response to that lack of creative jokery or whatever the fuck you were trying to do is just a giant eye roll. <sighs> so we went to the doctors. Well, I went to the doctors and Jay and Dan and I streamed it. And uh, <laughs> there was a girl who was sitting across from me. And I wasn't the only one talking. People in the pharmacy, which was which had their door wide open, they were laughing loudly and whatever, talking. And she goes, um, can you please be quiet? And I'm like, I looked at her and I was like, yeah, filling out paperwork is really hard. And then she just kind of like, got like, ugh. And then started filling out her paperwork again. So then I stepped outside and was talking outside for the rest of the time until my appointment was to commence. And when I got back inside, she actually apologized because she said that she was really anxious. So she's like, hey, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to flip out at you. I was just kind of anxious. And I was like, it's okay. Like, no big deal. It's all good. So there was that. Um, Sup? Stuff and things. Been there. <laughs> there. I'm going to lo love those. Gives a lap dance, shake she. Hey, creep. Negative. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at this. So I'm talking here about getting my IUD checked, right? Try getting a finger in your anal every day for a week at the hospital and then complain. <laughs> I like the way you said that. It sounds so funny and wrong. Um... But luckily, I don't have to do that. I'm sure that's much more uncomfortable for men. I can't imagine. Look, a pap test is really uncomfortable. Having any part of your your genitals inspected in any kind of deep way is not a comfortable experience. It's But it's something you got to do. You got to make sure that everything is healthy and everything is good. This is just part of being a, a responsible person and taking care of your body, okay? Take care of your body, guys. Tel Aviv Techno giving billions of dollars to Gaza, a shithole. I have no idea what that's referring to. Oh, right. I know that Jay was talking about his trip to Israel. So, Haifa Tel Aviv, if you want to party, and of course, Jerusalem for cultural experience. By the way, Jerusalem is Israel's capital. No shit. See... I am the original eye roller. Okay, Tails, I just want you to know. You and Chris are cramping on my fucking style, rolling your eyes. Seriously, you have no idea. But it's a cute little thing we have going. I always see them and I'm like, ugh. But really, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <clears throat> what is this? You left me a video? All right, let's see. Let's watch it. Oh. My head. Come here. He's killing me. I think you need a doctor. <laughs> this is awful. Doctor Who? Oh, you're telling me I need a doctor? Is that your deal? That's real rude. Season one. This is an old show, isn't it? Oh gosh, I hope I don't get a fucking... <laughs> Ew, I need a doctor. You do need a doctor. 
Okay, let's go. Hate live hate you living in Vancouver. You should go to Europe and take Dan with you. I agree. <laughs> the waking up thought cast social drain. Imagine you like this girl. She shoots you down and you go off on a jilt spree for months harassing her. I mean, that is your pathetic life. Look at that intro. Then imagine reading this here, knowing it applies to you. It's directed at you. And somehow you resist the urge to commit suicide. Imagine that it's your life. <laughs> Spooky encounters. Ooh. Wow, all the thumbs down must be the non-meat eater's lack of strength to raise that thumb up. LOL, you're a star. Hey, thank you. Thanks for watching. I appreciate it. That was definitely a big moment for me. Because, man, that guy was having temper tantrums. And let me tell you, I'm never going to forget talking to vegan gains because it was such a moment. You know what I mean? It was quite funny. It was comedic. It was fun. It was fresh. And I always love streams where one person just being calm really exposes the instability of another person. Those are the best because it takes so little to expose somebody's instability when they're that unstable, when they're on the precipice, on the edge of a mental breakdown, which is what I thought Richard was because he just gave me that sense. It's very easy to tip those people over. Very easy. And I felt so like <laughs> about it. Loved it. It was great. Good for you, Amy. Good to see you take a step back and think things through. I was the exact same way myself before listening to Jordan Peterson. So some stranger, let me just tell you. I liked Jordan Peterson, started hating him, and now I'm just, I think I was being very unreasonable. It was just like, it was yes or no. Yes, I like him or no, I don't. And I was definitely influenced by, you know, some friends and people that I knew at the time who are actually quite unreasonable um, in regards to certain things. And I think I was just influenced by that and got super unreasonable about it too. And I think that life is just a bit more gray. People are just kind of weird. There's good things about them and there's bad things about them. And if they're mostly good, that's a good thing. And if they're mostly bad, well, kick them the fuck out, right? 9.45, so stunning and brave. Do I even want to know? God damn it, them out is the best idea. But I guess it would be because I don't actually think you can compare the, the beauty of like a woman versus the beauty of a trans woman. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that honestly and openly. So honest and brave indeed. <laughs> Stunning and brave. Oh my God. Look at this. Look at this comment peppering. peppering. I guess at the same time, a trans woman would never really beat a beautiful real woman, would she? Which might be rude to say, but sorry, it's the truth. It just is what it is. There's something a little off kilter about it. Don't get mad at me. It just is what it is. I just, I don't know what's good in this situation. I mean, it's good to have them involved. It's good to have the trans community involved in stuff like this where like a lot of people are watching and can see, right? Because again, you definitely want acceptance. You don't Oh my god, I had to look up this word. TERF. Trans-exclusionary radical feminist. An advocate of radical feminism who believes that a trans woman's gender identity is not legitimate and who is hostile to the inclusion of trans people and gender diverse people in the feminist movement. You're a brat. 
Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. They're beauty queen, you know what? I'm just going to be one of the cool kids. Hold on. You can't be a cool kid, Tails. You just one can't. of the cool kids, because cool kids you wear little fairies. Fairies. And they act like they're way Oh, I'm wearing this hoodie. <laughs> there. It's comfy and it's kind of cold today. If that was white, that would look like a KKK hood. <laughs> oh, so all right. apropos. All right, all right, all right. We got it. Love the Latino Chinese accent. Latino Chinese. What? Hey, man, it's only Chinese. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Thank you. A Miss Trans winner title makes it sound like it was a trans beauty contest. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, what? Like, if you want to participate, that's cool. But, like, why is there a separation in the female pageant of a trans person? Either they're a woman and we're going to accept them as a woman and crown them as a woman of the Miss Beauty pageant or just have a separate one for trans women. Right? Seems, seems so strange to me. JY isn't even trans. He's a cross-dressing pervert. So gross. Exactly. And that's kind of the fear of not taking into account the way in which people can just take advantage of saying I'm female and then be creepers. The thing that changed Jessica Yaniv's whole life. <laughs> Let's go, girls. <laughs> nice. Come on. By the way, Shania Twain's such a hottie, isn't she? I'm going out tonight. I'm feeling alright. <laughs> gonna let it all hang out. That's an old song. All right. Well, I think I've totally responded to all these. Worst Swamp Thing cost, cosplay costume ever. I have no idea what that's referring to. But, oh my gosh, I think I've finally gotten through all these comments. Oh, wait, 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 wait. He's probably really good at separating his emotions from reality. So this is in regards to the Neil deGrasse Tyson thing I did yesterday. Alternative translation, he's probably really autistic. <laughs> oh, there's definitely something to that, isn't there? <laughs> Frankly, if, the, if that's what it means, I'm fine with that. I don't mind being a little autistic and being on the spectrum. Mm. You know, it's, it's nice not to be so caught up in your feels all the time because otherwise you're going to be like that person who's like, you're making me self-harm. You're the reason I have problems. It's you, world. It's not me. It's you. Deal with your damn self, okay? Another great thought cast, Amy. Oh, and what's your IG? God damn it, Banksy. <laughs> His sorry, not sorry apology was absolutely appropriate. And you know what? I think so, too. Like... I think I'm just growing tired of the emotional reactions to shit. Like, who are you and what are you to just constantly react in the same way to the same thing? If you do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, you know, they call that insanity, right? I think it's very clear that the reactions people have to these school shootings are really unhelpful. Yeah, you're going to have them. But at the same time, you need to be able to discern between how long... It's good to continue to have that emotion as well as like how that emotion is going to be directed. Because if you're just feeling shit to feel shit, then that's one thing. But if you want to direct that energy into a productive conversation, might be a better way to go. What's the point of just getting upset over something? 
It's upsetting, Amy. Yeah, okay, but it's still sometimes not going to help. Plus, again, I, I'm like more sympathetic and... Oh my God! Why are you giving me money today? Chris, it's your birthday! Um, nothing he said in his original tweet was inaccurate. Insensitive, yes. Too soon, yes. But sometimes a person needs to say something inappropriate to actually get people thinking, and I totally agree with that. I don't feel it was as inappropriate as as people seem to think it is. I mean, considering he's a scientist, and considering how scientists often look at things, and if you want to call it autistic, that's fine too. But, I don't know. You want to see something that I posted that was really fucking rude, that was a juxtaposition of an ad of two different things on Snapchat. Can you see that? So it has suggestions on the homepage that say for you. And this side says two mass shootings in the U.S. in less than 24 hours. And next to it is an ad for, there's an ad for yoga pants and it says great things that come in twos tap for this offer <laughs> i posted it underneath it but too soon <laughs> oh i'm just i think i'm not of the mind where i want to react in a way that's like oh no i i just want to laugh about shit you know t tragedy and all these things they're gonna keep happening call me a sociopath call me dead inside whatever you like but I don't like the idea of responding the way everybody else responds. I like the idea of laughing and making a joke and taking it as far as possible in my own head because I'm just, I don't know, I'm just, a, I'm just a warped individual and I think I'm okay with that, okay? <laughs> <clears throat> that El Paso kid missed his calling. That manifesto is proof he should have been a dystopian science fiction author. What an imagination. Yeah, but he was all over the place. Let's check in with the chat. Wait in a minute. If this doesn't wake people up, I don't know what will. Oh, this is the Jeff uh, Epstein one. I play porn video games. I have to work two joysticks at the same time. Banksy. Jeez. Uh, so inappropriate. This is too funny. Well, I don't know what you mean, but I'm going to give that a like just so I know that I've responded to it. Let's check in with the chat. Oh, hello. What's going on, chats? What's going on, chats? I'm blowing on my rape flute so hard. <laughs> Why isn't YouTube hearing it? I just raped your ears. Well, I, I, I'm so fucking sorry. Sorry about that. Let's see if any of you had something funny to say in my absence and ignoring your existence while I read my comments from you guys. I found my crush thanks to Branksy, but GTG, I've dropped a like. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thundercats are on the loose. <coughs> Holy heck, an actual sentence. Oh, I wonder what you were referring to, and I wish I saw that comment. Amy Run, it's a manifesto. I think that it is important to note that if somebody in your personal life is writing you a manifesto, yes, fucking run, bro. That person is mentally disturbed. <laughs> I always think of a, a manifesto that these shooters and people write like this. If you feel the need to write something down 
and justify your actions so strongly, who are you trying to convince really? You know you're about to do something fucked up or have done something fucked up that's not fucking cool. And in order to make yourself feel like it wasn't the worst thing in the world or it wasn't douchey or that you're not a bad person, you have to go into this screed of why you did it, every single reason you were provoked. You know all that reasoning is post-talk a lot of the time. Like especially if you're writing for something after it's happened or after you've done it, that's post-talk reasoning. And don't for a second think reasoning isn't motivated by shit that you are unaware of, okay? You could just be an asshole. It's more, most likely, I think. Oh, I mean, it's loose, but close enough. I appreciate you, Chris, for correcting people's spelling. <clears throat> LOL, I remember this comment. Oh, wait, a trans manifesto? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Enjoying a birthday yet? Not really doing anything, but that's enjoyable, so yes. <laughs> Oh, da, da, da. Hey, big up, scientific method, what's up? Nessie, such a heavy topic so early in the morning. You know what? The morning time is when I feel the best to talk about things. I feel like I have energy. I feel like I'm ready for the day. I feel excited. I'm a very strange person. I love mornings. Mornings are my favorite. I wake up in the morning and think, yes, I'm alive. I feel good. And then I message my friends and I'm like, oh my God, they're alive. Or they'll message me because they're far away and there's a time zone thing. And I wake up to nice messages and I'm like, you know, life is good. There's not much to complain about. And I have a roof over my head, and I'm alive, and I'm healthy, and I'm, I don't know, I like beginnings, so I'm always ready for things in the morning. I'm always ready for the day. Who didn't get bullied as a kid? Really, I did. Amy, have you not seen the Socialist Democratic Convention on YouTube? Oh my god, yes. We watched it, I think it was on my last live stream, and it was horrific. Um, excuse me, uh, I just want everybody to know that due to sensory overload, oh my god, and you can't clap, you have to go, <laughs> oh, you want to cheer? Jazz hands. Freedom hands. <laughs> just look to the penguins, they are happy. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. <clears throat> Oh, shit, she's cutting herself away. Oh, she, her, wait, they. <laughs> you know, kidding. Yeah, so this is my problem exactly, Nessie NG, and then threatening you. If you don't participate in my delusions, I'm going to self-harm myself. That's exactly a problem with me, is like, if you want me to use your pronoun, I can do that, okay? First of all, don't think I just owe you respect. Don't think I should respect your pronouns just because you're trans and just because you have one that isn't aligned with what we normally see. You don't just get respect. You earn respect. And to sit here and be like, I'm trans, I demand respect, is so bullshit. So first of all, you're going to demand respect. And then second of all, you want me to participate in your faulty view of reality. You want me to ignore science, you want me to ignore things that are factual, just to accommodate you and your disorder. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that. I will respect you if you're nice enough to me and, and that's what you want. 
But just to be like, I'm this, call me this, and then have an attitude about it. But dude, fuck you. Like, if you're going to put me off, if you're just going to be an asshole about it, I'm not interested. Why should I give you what you want if you're going to be a cunt? Really? For fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> Chris, curry thought really should be my, my thing. Confirmed. Just looked. Thank you. And yeah, I don't like the idea that if you don't acknowledge the way they see reality, it's an attack on them personally. For sure. That's a frustrating problem to deal with. That is your failure to connect with me and actually compromise in this very strange situation, you know? My usual response is I don't give enough of a shit about you for me to not want to kill you. <laughs> oh, gosh, Banksy. Hardcore in the morning. Yeah, exactly, Chris. There's no way any thighs are getting cut. It is kind of attention-seeking. It's so strange. It's so strange, again, to come to somebody's comment section and be like, Leave me alone! Even though you started it. Even though you started it. You started it, bro! Hmm. I did, I did watch this. Yeah, there you go. Chris said it. Uh, yes, it was the last stream. And it's near the end, by the way. So it's the, the one that's titled Jamie Show. I think it's the Jeff Epstein one. Yes, Cecil the Lion. That's right. That's the one I was talking about. I dislike every video as soon as it starts because I know Amy appreciates honesty. I do. You're right. Wow, for once, Tails is correct. She looks like a soccer money with way too much plastic surgery. Soccer mom. Who looks like a soccer mom? Hell yeah. Ha ha jay. It's called releasing the poison. Gotta meet your goals to get your holes. <laughs> oh my god, Re, she said the N-word. I don't even know. I didn't, I don't think I said nigger. Did I? Well, I did now. All right. So, one other thing that I want to address here. Let's watch this video together. I've already seen it, but I have a little bit of time. Oh, that's not it. And it's a good video, and I enjoyed it. And maybe I'll skip through it, but I'm just going to chill and watch it again. Because I liked it. Let's see how this works, actually. Nope, that is not going to work. Ready? Ready. So Joe Rogan's fucked. I love the guy. But uh, he's in the left's bad books, or he's about to get into the left's bad books. And I predicted this long ago. I wish I could show you the tweet, but it's banned. I remember watching a video by a, a band called Prophets of Rage. It's Public Enemy and, uh, and uh, what are they called? Rage Against the Machine. And in the video, they blow up Alex Jones' head and they blow up my head. And then Joe Rogan is listed sort of in the video as a cool guy. And I thought, mm, no, his, his head's going to blow up soon. Soon the left will turn on him because something insane is going on in clown world. And I'll, let me try to explain it to you. While the right eschews the alt-right, the left is embracing the alt-left. And while this is happening, 
they are accusing everyone on the right of going towards the alt-right as they go to the alt-left. I always, I'm starting to feel like no matter where you are on the left, unless you're, you know, in that moderate zone, you're really in a dangerous spot. And the older I go, I get, I realize that like there's some issues that I'm more right on and there's some issues that I'm a little towards the left on. But mostly as I'm growing older, I think I am just maybe it's my maybe my roots are conservative. You know what I mean? Because I grew up in a pretty conservative household, I guess. So I don't know. I feel like I'm always shifting back and forth between the two and it always depends on an issue I don't want to align myself with either side really because I think it's just I mean why do you need to adhere to anything like that I don't think you do but let's continue so they're declaring the opposite of what's happening and uh in other words if you're not alt left you're alt right according to the left. So the goon squad of Cortez and Ilhan Omar and that black chick and the Palestinian lady, they basically represent the new left. And they're basically Antifa. They're indistinguishable from Antifa, racial identity politics, everyone's a Nazi, blah, blah, blah. And that means everyone to the right of them is a Nazi. That means Jordan Peterson. That means Pelosi. That means Joe Biden. And it means Dave Rubin. Like, Jordan Peterson is a classical liberal. His crime was not, you know, uh, uh, agreeing to pronounce infinite pronouns. Dave Rubin's sin was uh, having open and honest conversations. That's all Nazi stuff. You're giving Nazis a platform. You're helping them launder their image, according to the Young Turks. And now Joe Rogan is part of that evil Nazi cabal because he's had me on his show twice before Proud Boys existed, but I've been so vilified that um, simply being near me now gives you Nazi cooties. So this, this is one thing I kind of have a problem with. He is somebody who has a super fun personality. He's very spicy and he's considered controversial. He's been called a Nazi. He's been maligned. He's known to say some pretty crazy things. However, if you listen to him talk and you listen to him, him, you know, get into his opinions about certain things, he's fairly reasonable. But I think people just can't handle the personality because it's really big. He is kind of irreverent. I mean, I think he has good reasons to be. He's always kind of been like that. So it's very strange that people are taking that and making it so much bigger than it is. And the unfortunate thing, too, is that the reasons he's been kicked off platforms and all this kind of stuff, they're all illegitimate reasons. And I hate it. It's unfair. And uh, you'll see soon that he recently tried to reach out to, I think it was Sam, some what's that guy's name? Sam Cedar. And uh, who's that other fucking dorky little Jew? Um, I forget his name, but Anna Kasparian as well. And he offered to pay them to have them on because he wants to talk to people who oppose his opinions and have an actual conversation, but they avoid it. And you got to really wonder why they do. You know what I mean? If somebody's willing to talk to you and have a conversation, that really is the best way 
to get your ideas out there and to really get into the issues where you do disagree and to have an honest conversation. But it seems like people are avoiding that. And uh, it's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's see. No, not Ben Shapiro. It wasn't Ben Shapiro. I forget that guy's David Pakman. That's who it was. David Pakman, Sam Cedar, Anna Kasparian. But let's go back a bit. Um, the, the, there's this sort of common misconception with me and Proud Boys that it started as a joke, but then things got out of hand, and then it became violent, and I went, whoa, this is crazy. I'm out. You guys went full-on violent Nazi lunatics. That's not even close to true. That is a myth. But anyway, let's first talk about uh, that, that being Joe Rogan's perception. I'm sending you an article, too, where he's realizing how problematic it is to be connected with these people. And that, you know, look, it's one of those fucking things. You want to have a group? You can't control everyone in the group. So anybody in the group that does something horrible, I just sent you something. Pull this up. This is Gavin's response to all this. Because so many people got mad at me that I had Gavin on in the first place. First of all, I had Gavin on because he used to be one of the founders of Vice. Also because I had Gavin on before that, and he was fun to to hang out with. Then when I had him on the last... Did he become weird now? When I had him on the last time, one of the things that he was talking about was the Proud Boys. I didn't even know what the fuck that was. I think maybe I had heard of it, but I thought it was a joke. just pause here? This is something I just realized about Joe Rogan. And I love him to death, by the way. Um... He doesn't really do research. He's got Jamie doing his research live. But he just sort of thinks of stuff. And he's a pontificator. M- might be the, a weed thing, edibles thing. But yeah, that sounds like a reasonable hypothesis without talking to anyone, including me, uh, about what the truth is. I didn't distance myself from the group because they were getting out of hand. The perception of them is getting out of hand. And I didn't distance my, myself from them even because of the perception. I could give a shit about perceptions. I've been a freak my whole life. Fuck a perception. All I care about is reality. Uh, I quit the group because Proud Boys were being arrested and framed as members of a violent hate gang. A gang needs a leader. My legal team made it very clear to me that if I take myself out of the picture, their sentences will be less because it'll be much harder to prove they're in a gang. This entire portion where he's explaining the Proud Boys thing and the lawsuit and disconnecting himself so that they didn't get in trouble because of the gang label that Proud Boys was getting, this has been explained so many times by him. The story honestly hasn't changed. But people take the story and they make it a lot worse than what it is. And that's obviously a problem because it's lies. So he keeps eating shit for that because people are taking it and twisting it. He actually sat down with Joe and did a, he sat down with Joe. He did a podcast with him. Joe asked him a bunch of questions in regards and he answered them. And still somehow Joe gets it wrong, you know? So it's like, come on, dude, (laughs) like give us a break. A gang has two things, a leader and does illegal activities. Proud Boys don't do illegal activities, and now they don't have a leader. So that whole narrative is destroyed. And out of the 11, 10 or 11, who were arrested, uh, nine, uh, nine, no, eight, eight got away with like, no, seven got away with like five days of community service. One gay, one gay, one guy got away with a bunch of weekends. And now only three are left with serious sentences. And they're fucking serious. It's triple felonies. 
uh, with 20 year max each. So that's 60 years potentially because three uh, Proud Boys defended themselves after Antifa threw, ambushed them and threw a bottle of piss at them. So I'm not looking at these guys going, whoa, 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 you're too violent. You fought back when someone threw piss at you. The Proud Boys haven't changed. It's the same fucking group since day one. Nothing's getting out of hand. I'm not trying to uh, uh, absolve myself of some evil group that I can't control. There's no controlling. They have a list of tenets, a list of bylaws. If you don't follow those, then you're out. Very simple. Just like the Boy Scouts, just like the Shriners, they all have their tenets. And those tenets include no random violence for no reason and no Nazi shit. Very simple. Go ahead, Joe. Turned out it used to be a joke. It started off as a joke on compound media, and Anthony will get into it better. He knows the history of it, but they were making fun of something, and they decided to make a fake mock group called the Proud Boys. Now, the problem Still. with this is when you have a group that's supposed to be fighting Antifa, and I actually tried to express this to him when he was on the show because he was talking about kicking people's ass. We're going to punch him in the face. I'm telling him to punch people in the face. I'm like, okay. That's not how reality works. Like, I don't know if you've ever been punched in the face or if you've been around people that like to punch people in the face, but you don't just punch someone in the face. What happens is... Pause. I have never advocated for randomly punching someone in the face, Joe. Ask me. Is that a weird thing? I, I mean, in his own interest, that would be such a bad thing to do is to just tell people, hey, like, go, just go start punching people in the face. And that is what Joe kind of made it sound like. Uh -huh, I don't like that. That bothers me. And, like, try that. Like, he's, he, he's sitting here talking about how ridiculous his theory is. <laughs> like, instead of going, Gavin, that's insane. You can't just punch people in the face. Why don't you go, wait a minute, did you just say you can just randomly punch people in the face? I always talked about self-defense. I never, obviously, just walk down the street, hey, you, <laughs> hey, oh, oh, a tranny. <laughs> I'm a random violent guy. Well, you're arrested, my friend. Go ahead. You punch them in the face, they come back with a bat, somebody gets a knife, people get guns. No, it no, always no, no. Ask what is going on with Antifa is they have the bats. They have the knives, they have the bricks. Look at the weapons that were confiscated in Portland. Bricks, knives, that's already going. And, and... These are happening at talks like uh, free speech talks, patriotic events. No one is going to Antifa events. They are coming to our events with weapons. And I dare to say, defend yourself. Pretty rational stuff. All right. Does that go on? Should we keep going with that? It's going to keep going. You don't just get away with punching people in the face, you know, and yeah, it's not good that these Antifa people bring bike locks and smack people in the heads with them. And that's kind of the point in that in the first place. Those people don't understand what happens when you start the chain of violence. Yeah. When you start that domino chain, they don't understand what happens. They think that they're living in some fucking book that they love about some revolutionary liberal character that, you know, reaches out and, right, and, we got and it. We got smashes. It. So what are you supposed to do, by the way, when someone brings a bike lock and smashes you in the head good question gav <laughs> i should also make clear that when we have these events the police build a perimeter around the event so joey gibson did a talk recently in uh i don't know vancouver uh washington or portland or something and uh the police build a perimeter Joey and his group go in. Proud Boys went in too. I think there might be a split with those guys. I'm not sure. I don't really follow it. But um, they, 
when they go through the police perimeter, they're patted down and disarmed. So they have nothing. Sometimes they'll have body armor, which people accuse them from, of, they call that LARPing. No, the body armor is to prevent like claw hammers going into your body. I've seen them with holes in their body armor from the weapons Antifa brings. Anyway, Joey does his little talk. He's very Christian, uh, talks about America and all that stuff, pretty normal conservative stuff. Then it's time to leave. Okay, so Joey's walking back to his car. This is a typical Proud Boys Antifa thing. And Antifa are waiting outside the police perimeter with weapons to destroy them. And they just want to get home to their cars. This is exactly what happened after my talk in New York. These guys were on their way home, going home, minding their own business. They were ambushed by Antifa, who attacked them. They fought back and won. A bunch of rich anarchist kids picked out a bunch of blue-collar kids who know how to fight. They lost the fight. They're presently on trial for daring to defend themselves. And the narrative became, they were just walking down the street, hunting, trying to beat up people who disagree with them. And when people see the clip I'm about to show you, the narrative is, he's just walking down the street and he sees an Antifa guy and he goes, pow, fuck you, I disagree with you. No, he was escorting Joey Gibson back to his car outside of a police perimeter and was attacked by Antifa. He let them have several blows and then he fought back. Tell me if this is violent. My monitor's Even lost. tarantulas aren't immune from an ambush. This centipede is a predator. Don't, don't. One whack. Two whacks. Okay, that's enough. Third whack. The bluey. Oh, really? Now, what I find suspicious about this is, where'd they get the collapsible riot batons? Every Antifa dude had one. If anybody in the U.S. can tell me, I don't actually know where this is, but are those collapsible batons actually a right to own for regular citizens? Because I didn't know that they were. Like, for example, here you're not allowed to own a taser, which I also didn't really totally know. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, Snaggletooth, that fucking punch was rough. At this thing. And uh, those things are not cheap. Those things are, have you got that? Yeah, they're 90 bucks. So these, these Antifa kids, I mean, I, I guess they're rich kids in Portland too. They just go out shopping. But I, I feel like there was like a box of $90 collapsible batons that they have that, that the Patriot Prayer escorts couldn't have. This is not just random violence. This is not someone going out and looking for a fight. This is someone escorting someone to their car. But the media narrative is presently obsessed with the evil Nazi right-wing uh, crypto-fascist death squads that roam the streets, and it's a fucking lie. So stop saying, and I'm not just talking to Joe here, stop saying it was a joke and it got out of hand. No. It's a joke. It's still a joke. They're still having fun. But occasionally, they escort conservatives. Because when you're a conservative in a liberal town, people want to murder you. And that's un-American. When I went to the Deplorable after Trump won, it was a bunch of people dressing up, wanting to go dance, mind their own business. There was a mob of 500 people screaming, throwing urine, throwing feces, throwing batteries. <laughs> that's what we're up against. So when I say fight back... I'm saying stand your ground. Remember the Covington Catholic schoolboys? They were on uh, 
NBC News, I think it was, some exclusive interview. And he, he goes, I wasn't doing anything wrong to that Indian dude. I was just standing my ground. And she says something that sums up this whole point I'm making right now. She goes, isn't that kind of aggressive, standing your ground? Um, no. I can't even believe somebody would have that thought because isn't that what Antifa is doing? They think they're standing their ground. Why is it okay for them to do, but not okay for other people to defend themselves? And I hate this line of thinking, oh, because they don't align with you politically, they don't have the same rights and they don't also, they don't get to stand their ground. Like, what? Dude, they're not even instigating violence. So No. It's not aggressive defending yourself. They are allowed to talk about riots in the streets. We have to fight them in the streets. Eric Holder says, when they go low, we kick them. Hillary Clinton says, we are not civil. The night of my talk, when Antifa ambushed those people, and by the way, beat up tons of other people, they left a manifesto on the door that said, we are not civil. They say punch a Nazi when they mean 50% of the American population. So violence abounds from the left. But the second it comes back at them, like, remember when Michelle Fields claimed she had a bruise on her arm? The second it comes back at them, they start screaming, Police! Police! Help! He defended himself after I hit him, hit him with a collapsible riot baton that some weird person secretly gave me. What's the next clip? Oh, yeah. And then Anthony Cumia. Anthony Cumia, who's my close friend that I speak to on a regular basis, he's even got the story wrong. I've seen it presented, uh, well, you ask how it starts and how it grows and how you become a member by buying a fucking shirt. That's it. By buying no. a Perry Ellis shirt and opening a Wait, chat. just pause. Perry Ellis. <laughs> the term is Fred Perry, Ant. Come on, guys. Everyone's an expert on, on this subject. No one's ever consulted any of these Proud Boys. Isn't it funny that I love Anthony, I love Joe, but neither of these guys have spoken to any Proud Boys about any of this. And I think Anne has spoken to me a little bit about it, but not much. And Joe, oh, zero, zero questions. And I'm clearly never getting on his show again because the SJWBs are swarming around me and he doesn't want to get stung. So they're actually pretty effective. Chapters make up these wor lies. worldwide. You, you see it. It's like, here's the, the Proud Boys Australia. Here's the Proud Boys England. Proud Boys fucking Japan. Like, it's everywhere. And it never was supposed to get to that point. And Says regardless who? of how these people act, it now reflects on Gavin. Even though he wanted to hang out in a bar with a few people, do his public speaking without being hassled, and that's it. And, and I see the way the media manipulates things. I've been party to go. it myself. And, and I've seen Gavin presented in photos where you look and go, holy fuck, it's Hitler. Like, like they get him. There's one picture of Gavin that I was petrified by. He's got his arms folded. He's got a scowl on his face. That hair, you know, the short on the side, long on the top. And he's looking like, like he's angry. And I'm Just like, pause. that? I know the picture he's talking about, too. I'm sorry to talk about myself so much. But, hey, I'm on the news. Um, that picture was at a, a anti-Sharia rally because Linda Sarsour was talking at uh, SUNY, uh, like a city college here in New York, I believe. And it was me standing there. Proud Boys were there surrounding me in case anyone gets killed. Actually, show the picture because it's pretty relevant. Um, and AP was in my face going, for honestly like 20 minutes. So after posing for the photo, I started making funny faces like meh, meh. He's, Anthony's clearly not talking about that one, genius. 
There's a more sinister one. By the way, in that picture, the guy standing next to me um, was uh, a homosexual, I believe, and he was thinking about coming out, but he was pretty nervous about it. He was also addicted to opioids. He died. He OD'd, this, this gay man. And um, the, Antifa doxed his funeral and harassed his mother so much, she canceled the funeral. His mother could not have a funeral for her son because Antifa harassed her so much. And then this guy is looking at 60 years in prison for defending himself after someone whipped a bottle of piss at his head uh, during an ambush when he was on his way home. So the story you're getting about this group and me and my involvement with them is not even remotely close to true. And by the way, the other picture everyone uses where I'm like this and it's sort of seen as a white power thing or something, I'm saying Uhuru which is a joke. We're making fun of this viral video where this guy was, uh, this gay guy was demanding reparations and, and all these white people were agreeing with him and saying Uhuru. But I was at Berkeley and I was just coming back from reading Ann Coulter's speech. She had been banned from Berkeley. So in the interest of free speech, I had her email me her speech and I read it out on a, a makeshift speaker system on the grass in front of Berkeley. So all of this sinister shit is never what it is. And by the way, at the spooky photo, I'm also surrounded by Orthodox Jews and Hasidic Jews who are also not thrilled with the normalization of Linda Sarsour's Sharia. Um, but I should say, because this sounds like I'm ragging on Rogan, I'm not. I'm just saying Rogan's, my bees, my Nazi cooties are getting on him, and I get the feeling he's like, look, I don't even like the guy. I promise I'll never have him on the show again. Which, I don't know, should I fault him for that? Is that betrayal? It doesn't really bother me. Uh, you can't get mad at people for not supporting you. You know what I mean? You can get mad at people for stabbing you in the back, but you can't get mad at people for saying, sorry, dude, you're too hot. I don't want the bees in my house. Um, all right, so let's show Rogan being cool. He called out Twitter and asked why they banned me. Ask you and why, just Gab. pause. Did I already mention this? I said, uh, I can't show you the tweet where I predicted that Rogan would be next because I was kicked off of Twitter. That's relevant. Would I ask you why Gavin was banned? Was there a specific thing that he did or was it his association with the Proud Boys? His association with the Proud Boys. You know, he's oh, really? uh, abandoned that. He's not only that, he's disassociated himself with it and said that it completely got out of hand. I he never said, pause. Anything. I didn't say it got out of hand. My existence was being used to put men in prison. So I took my existence out of the equation so they wouldn't go to prison. I made a 40-minute video explaining this. I thought very clearly, but still, it's like me going, whoa, I'm not interested in these boys. They went all right. What do you do with it? A few moments later. So it's just, it was just his association with the Proud Boys. I don't recall, and I would have to go back, and I don't want to misstate things. Was it his association with the Proud Boys? His association with the Proud Boys. You know, one of the things you do if there's somebody that you suspect is I seen you this. increase their cognitive load during the interrogation, and there's no way you can. On the side, the conversation that he had with Dr. Farrell was actually pretty good. <laughs> can prepare for that. Let's I pretend some money's missing. Yeah, um, so this, I, I bring up all of this to talk about this newest video, which I already discussed on my show on freespeech.tv, uh, Get Off My Lawn. Uh, this appears to be Joe saying, uh, I'm out. 
I, I don't know what, I, I promise I'll never say the word Gavin again. I'm scared. Please don't call me a Nazi. I don't want to be lumped in with Jordan Peterson, with Nazis like Jordan Peterson, Dave Rubin, uh, Joe Biden, and uh, Pelosi. Uh, is, did I mention her already? I'll tell you who's next. I was talking to, to Glenn Beck about this. Martin Luther King. I know. All my predictions sound crazy. You probably thought I was crazy when I said Joe was next. Martin Luther King is, is, it doesn't like identity politics. He wants people to be judged by the content of their character. That's out in 2019. It's all about the color of your skin. So I'm, I promise you, you're going to see people starting to disavow Martin Luther King and say that he had it wrong. People on the left, mark my words. So I think there's an unfortunate thing that's going to start happening with a really popular podcast like the Joe Rogan Experience, and that is he is going to start curating his guests based on the audience response. And it's really unfortunate because Joe Rogan is actually really valuable when it comes to talking to people he doesn't agree with. <clears throat> He's highly skilled in being just socially pleasant and able to navigate through situations of difficulty with people he doesn't like. I mean, often, if you watch Joe Rogan, you do notice that he tries to pad things and he tries to make it so that the conversation is more productive than anything. Even if there's disagreement, he tries to smooth over any friction and he tries to keep things pretty chill. Now, that's a valuable person and a good example for everybody because we all need to be able to navigate through spaces like that if we want to have conversations and especially in a podcast space if you want to be a part of the media and you don't want to turn into an organization like CNN or Fox News that is so this way or that. But interestingly enough, a place like Fox News, shows like Tucker Carlson, they will have people on that they are totally opposed to to have a conversation. Whereas on the other end, the, the left, I guess, CNN, the leftist media, they avoid having conversations with people like this, which is why they respond the way that they do when Gavin offers money and says, hey, come talk to me. Let's have an honest conversation, right? That's interesting. That's juicy. But there is... He says something really great here. These people cannot compete in the marketplace of ideas. And they know that. You have to know that if you're not willing to talk to somebody. You know what I'm saying? So it's super unfortunate that that's happening. And I don't like the idea that Joe Rogan is succumbing to any kind of pressure. Especially because if you watch the conversation with Gavin and Joe... It was a lot of fun. It was entertaining. It was, there was a lot of information in there that a lot of people didn't know, even Joe didn't know. And it makes for interesting conversation because you have two people from totally different backgrounds and political views that are able to set that shit aside. And for the sake of the conversation and, and just having good company, it can have that conversation and provide that entertainment and enjoyment to other people. But if you take that away, it gets super boring when people are just talking to people they agree with all the time. You know what I'm saying? So let's continue. All right, let's check out this final video of Joe trying to de-gavinify himself. <laughs> the Rogan experience. You know, I had Bernie Sanders on yesterday. And, uh, Who? That guy is running for Who? something. So here, I'll move this back just a few seconds here. Um, Tails, you just mentioned that Milo said the exact same thing on the Legion of Skanks podcast. Yes, he absolutely did. So these people have been saying this for a while. Is Joe Rogan is next, right? Like people are going to start causing a problem for Joe Rogan because he is the kind of person that can talk to people that a lot of people on the left do not like and have a problem with. And it's because they have a problem with truth. They just have a problem with things with the way things go. And it's 
It's going to happen. And the, the poor precedent to set here is if you're going to be the type of person that is going to let your crowd and audience decide who you talk to and decide the direction of your show by having temper tantrums and saying, fuck you, I can't believe you're associating with this person. Just because you talk to someone doesn't mean you're associated with them. You know what I mean? I mean, even if you're friends with them, it's not a negative association because some people are mature enough to be able to have a conversation with someone and let go of the political stuff and just look at the person's character. Like Martin Luther King said. No, I'm sure. You know, I had Bernie Sanders on yesterday. And, uh, Who? That guy is running for Who? something. Oh, like he kind of looks government. like my dad. Yeah, a little okay, bit. cool. Um, She's and, hot. Uh, I briefly looked into the comments of uh, mm-hmm. one of the posts and so many fucking people are so goddamn toxic. Yep. They're just, just battle. This is a mistake a lot of older people make. And when I say older, I mean my age, like 40 and up. The comments are by 12-year-olds. You're not reading messages from your peers. You're reading a bored teenager who has no pants on because he just jerked off to RedTube, and he's typing. He's not even thinking about what he's typing. Like, if you were to, to come up to him two days later and go, hey, why'd you say that thing in the comments? You go, what? What are you talking about? And half, I, I, I would occasionally run into these people that have been talking shit, and they would go, oh, wow, man, it's cool to meet you. <laughs> you know, I just want They just want to get your attention. Like, it, it's just like when you draw a dick or a swastika in a, in a bathroom stall when you're 12 years old. You're just trying to be as shocking as possible. They don't mean it. It's not substantive. Pulling it out left and right and misrepresenting his position mm-hmm. and misrepresenting. Someone was calling me an alt-right white supremacist, <laughs> white nationalist. <laughs> like, what in the fuck? <laughs> That's so hot. They said that <laughs> you should I make had, a t-shirt. So they said, someone said that I had someone, what is it, Stormfront or something like that? What is that white? Supremacist page. It's the Stormfront of Fox News. They said I had the founder of Stormfront on my podcast. What the fuck are you talking about? You're just making. Are you a proud boy? So she asked me if he's a proud boy. So he's now a proud boy by proxy because I've been near him. I'm a leper. He has leprosy. He has proud boyacy. Um, So I guess they're calling me the founder of Stormfront. Stormfront is as bad as it gets. Super anti-Semitic, racist. It's it's everything that the left accuses normal conservatives of being. They actually are. And again. That alt-right shit is a fucking sliver of the right. A tiny, tiny group. 1% is generous. Although you talk to any one of the squad and they're like 60% at least. Or Beta O'Rourke, Kamala Harris, all these people running for president. White nationalism, white nationalism. It's everywhere. We had Malcolm Nance, CNN's foreign dunce, saying that Trump sends uh, white supremacists subliminal messages that are taking over the country. That's a ridiculous theory, and poor Joe is getting caught up in it. But I also think it must be funny when Stormfront sees that, and they see I'm being called the founder of their fucking hate site, because those guys hate my guts. They think I'm a race-mixing Jew lover who's always cucking for shekels, and they send me death threats all the time. In fact, I, that's one way you know you're, you're doing the right thing, is when you get death threats from both the alt-right and the alt-left. That's when you know you're reasonable. And there's nothing radicals hate more than someone who is engaging, honest, and open to a conversation with anyone. They don't like that because that's not a controlled narrative. That's just truth, honesty, and free speech. 
Yeah, they must be. You remember when uh, I remember seeing a comedy sketch where there were these jihadists on a debate with truthers, and the truthers were saying, Islam had nothing to do with 9-11. It was an inside job. And the jihadists were saying, hey, we worked very hard on that attack. Fuck you, buddy. We busted our ass talking down the Twin Towers. Don't take that away from us. And I'm sure Stormfront feels the same way. I fucking hate that guy. Don't lump him in with us. All right, go ahead. No, I'm but so I had, proud of those guys. I, I had Gavin McGivin, who Gavin, Gavin McGinnis, yeah. who is the founder McGinnis, of the Proud Boys. Yeah. I had him on before, but I had him on before there was a Proud Boys. I didn't even know what the fuck. Yeah, but also, why can't you and talk when I to had a person? On, I I asked him about it, and I was critical. I was criticizing him. I was like, you can't just claim you're gonna have violence with people. It's it's so fucking dumb. And then all the Proud Boys shit that happened with violence came far just after pause. that. What Proud Boys shit that happened with the violence? You mean when they were attacked and Rufio Panman knocked them out? Or do you mean when they were attacked after they were walking home from my talk? Like, what is this violence? They always say, wherever Proud, Boy, Proud Boys go, violence seems to follow. No, Proud Boys escort and defend. Think of them as the guardian angels. They don't go to any anarchist shit. They're not picking fights. They're standing their ground. That's not aggressive. Violence is okay if you're defending yourself. That's in the law books, folks. But people are like yeah. blaming me for having him on. I don't even know what the fuck it is. He's the co-founder of Vice. That's it's what I knew. It's also just, it's also interesting. Don't you want to hear the other side? Like, don't you want to hear side. everyone's opinions and everyone's thoughts? Don't you want to try to understand and come Pause. to a common ground? I like how her thing is like, yeah, I, he's clearly a Nazi, but shouldn't we talk to the Nazis? Not a Nazi. Said it a few times now. And by the way, Nazis don't deny that they're Nazis. They're not looking to be normalized. Richard Spencer is not wearing a dashiki listening to Bob Marley and saying, I'm one of you. Don't you want to realize, like, I'm not religious really or anything, but it's like we are all God's children. Like, there's missing this whole thing. It's this fight yes, against no. each other. Yes, but no. Okay, the problem is there's a lot of these people that do go on shows and try to reinvent themselves sure. in a disingenuous way. And they try Pause. to white. Bullshit. This is the Young Turks thing where they claim that uh, people like me, the re I asked her to come on my show and she says, no. I don't want an open discussion because I can't compete in the free market of ideas. But, but what the way she phrased that was, no, you're trying to launder your image and use me to reinvent yourself. Bitch, no one gives a fuck who you are. <laughs> no one is going to go, I used to think Gavin McInnes was a Nazi. Then I saw Anna Kasparian as a guest on one of his shows. Then I changed my mind. Not happening. Wash <laughs> what they're doing, whitewash mm -hmm. their past. Just and pause. They are so stuck in their narrative, not Joe and her, but the left, where they go, but he has a black wife and black kids, like one of the Proud Boys arrested, and they go, yes, yeah, he's using her as a commodity. She's basically a sex slave. Okay. Well, what about the black Proud Boys in the Proud Boys Israel? Um, they're attracted to different parts of the movement. They like the patriotism, and then they just ignore the latent racism and anti-Semitism. Okay, so black guys hang out with racists and just try to steer the conversation away from race? Is that how it works? You're a mental patient. And Joe, give up on trying to adhere to their crazy agenda. You can, if they think, if they have the, the term multiracial white supremacy in their vocabulary, you can't win. To that point, I mean, the idea is that you're helping them recruit people okay before Pause. he was on my pod 
I, th I think Nazis maybe do try to recruit people. I don't know. But Proud Boys have never tried to recruit anyone. A good meetup is like the Knights of Columbus, about 40 people. Even that gets a bit much. I've, we've had 100 before. That's a fucking nightmare. It's too busy and you can't get a drink. It sucks. So Proud Boys are always trying to keep it down. The only reason that they filter people out is to keep out feds and Antifa who want to kill them. But for the most part, the Proud Boys have zero interest in recruiting. And I personally don't want any more. It's, it, there's fucking, it, it's reached the tipping point. There's hundreds of thousands everywhere. It, it, it's too crowded. There's no intent here on getting everyone aboard. That's not the goal. It's a drinking club. When you have a club, you don't want infinite members. Podcast, though, there was no... Recru there was no people for him to recruit to recruit? so people need to understand like, that word he wasn't there was nothing like I had him on because it was this guy who was funny and he to used to do a lot of interesting what right. the imminent he race war fucked up when he started that group and he fucked up when he was calling for violence and telling people to choke a bitch and Just punch people. I've heard this a million times and it's from this Vic Berger video where he took me saying choke a trainee and he puts it in the ads ominous music <laughs> And it seems really spooky. And dummies, I guess including Joe, sorry Joe, fall for this and use a guy who edits comedy videos and puts things out of context for a living. That's their news. That's their CNN. Do, 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 do. So go to the, the Gavin McInnes show. Did you, do you have that loaded up? Yeah. That's the, let me show you the clip where I said choke a tranny. These two guys were at NYU and they were bitching about Trump to some Trump supporters. This is the context. Play it. You sound like an idiot. How is he racist? How is he racist? Yeah, how is he racist? racist Can you stop it for a sec? Choke a tranny. Get your fingers around the windpipe if they spit on you. That's assault. Don't. So this has actually come up in court, that quote. But they leave out they, if they spit on you. And the context of all of this is I'd been talking about countless acts of violence against mega supporters. In fact, the previous uh, issue I'd been talking about was this tranny where this was a trend. And people who don't go to these things, people who aren't involved, they just see that choke a bitch. And they go, well, he wants to randomly go up and start choking women in the street. This was a trend that was going on at the time. And guys were just saying, I'm a woman, growing their hair out, putting on a dress, and then beating the shit out of mega supporters. Here's a, some hoser tranny who identifies as a woman because he has long hair, picking on this black kid who's a mega supporter, and the black kid's just taking it. Shut the fuck up, baby. Shut the fuck up, baby. Should you not choke that tranny in that particular scenario? Especially when you're surrounded by a mob of Antifa? He's isolated there. Let him go. Let him get by. Anyway, he keeps shoving him, and eventually the black kid snaps and beats him. What should you do if you're surrounded by a mob who regularly carries knives and bricks and mortar shells and pepper spray, and they wear masks? What should you do? Should you just sit there and take it? So go back to the original clip on the, the Gavin McKinnis show so you can see the context, context of me saying that stuff. No, it's good. Fucking let anyone spit in your fucking face. Jesus Christ. So the detail everyone has left out is I'm talking about when people spit in your face. And I was also referencing when men spit in your face and then say, I'm a woman. You can't hit me. Mm, that's not how assault works, my dear. Michelle Fields gets touched, takes a picture of someone's bruised arm, and we all have a heart attack. We get our faces spit on and hope we use the right pronoun when responding. 
Who are we arguing with? People from the Star Wars bar? Did you shoot Han Solo first? Go do some research. Come back with some quotes, okay? You don't know. Hey, this dude just hey, 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 Look at them. Someone spits in your face and you get on your phone. Oh, wait, sorry. I should shut up. Go back to her a bit. Because her concern when her people are spitting on people is pronouns. Yeah. That's where anyway, we're Anyway, you get the idea. So the left was using our honesty, our, our gentlemanliness, our, our, our manners, our need to, to be civil with one another. They were using it against us and saying, I'm a woman, spitting, shoving, attacking, beating. MAGA supporters, and then saying, don't hit a woman, you guys love women, right? You're polite. Or they were even, there was another video I saw where the, uh, this Antifa chick had completely covered her face. You couldn't see what it was. She punches a guy, he punches her back, and then they go, that's a woman, you just hit a woman. And he goes, I didn't, I didn't look like a woman to me. So that was the context. I have never called for random violence. I've called for self-defense. And I've said, when someone spits in your face and then says, I'm trans, punch a woman, punch a woman, you're letting their stupid rules affect your assault case. You're allowed to defend yourself. It is not aggressive to stand your ground. And it's sad that Joe has drank the Kool-Aid, apparently, and decided that uh, we can no longer be friends and I can never be in a show again because we had something really special. And it appears... That's gone now, and I guess the beauty of the internet is I'll always have the memories of what we shared. <laughs> it didn't work. I shot an elk an hour and a half away from here. Fucking amazing. This is so funny. I love it. I don't know who made it. I think it was Pink Bestie. So we're getting wiener dogs, or what's the deal here? <laughs> I used to fuck chicks with Shane a lot. We would accidentally touch dicks sometimes. This is very gay. <laughs> what's the matter with homosexuals? Don't want to be homosexual. want to be a woman. You're not, you can't be a woman. You're gay. <laughs> I'm a fag. <laughs> Wildly mentally disturbed gay. Stop the tape. Stop the tape. Aww. Shut it off. <laughs> I love it. I love Gav. He's so cute. He's so cute. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for joining me. I need to go get ready for work and earn a motherfucking living. I hope you guys have a great day. Please, please send all the birthday good vibes to my dear friend, Chris. And to, you know who else's birthday it is today? It's Dan's birthday! So make sure you say happy birthday to him, too. Because uh, he's the coolest motherfucker on the planet. And uh, so is Chris. And if you don't... Dude, if you don't like those people, there's something wrong with you. That's what I'm telling you, okay? It's like, if you don't like me, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Anyways, lovelies, have a great day. It's been great hanging out with you this morning. Thanks for listening to me. If you need to reach me, head into the description boxes of any of my videos and you will be able to find me. Uh, Chris Green Moose, I love you so much, okay? I hope you're embarrassed right now by how much affection I am doling out to you. <laughs> you're one of my you're one of my faves. Okay, be good, okay? And do something nice today. Big kisses, big hugs. 